previously on role gay roleplay. I think that the normality of having a person over to set up a security camera in my house will assuage the personal turmoil, I feel. Lynn's feeling a little delicate after the personnel change. He's a very unhealthy relationship with his work and his personal life. Well, Meoward will happily walk in and I guess... His name is Meoward. Yes, Meoward. Meoward applesauce. So is everyone eating at the table together or is this just a Lynn Meoward thing? Bay's not there. Bay's hanging out by the sewer doing some self-reflection. Hey, buddy. I hope you're okay. I hope you don't take it personally what the Zestasha said. I thought I was helping. Hurt people hurt people, I guess. <laughs> I, I, I appreciate you coming out here to make me feel better, but I think I need a little bit of loan. Okay, um, don't go into that sewer without me, all right? Bay pulls a little bit of themselves out of the sewer grate. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Crikey, look at that butte over there. What, what, are, what are you? Some kind of anthropomorphic lion? <laughs> wow, <laughs> that sounds lionist. I don't know who you are, and uh, I'm not somebody that needs to be studied. I'm just over here minding my own business at my job. Hello, I'm sorry. I am Erwin Corrin, and you look like something that I could learn about, mate. No, I'm not a something. I'm a someone. Ooh, ooh. You're kind of bothering me with this weird line of questions. What are you, a cop? No, I'm not a cop. I'm just a zoologist. Bay's feeling like they don't belong anymore, especially since Lynn was trying so hard to get Zasasha to stay and not really giving a shit how Bay felt. I'm so mm. sorry. Katie. So I, I think they're going into the sewer, leaving little uh, trash wrappers like breadcrumbs so they don't get too lost. Welcome to Roll Gay Roleplay, a real gay, real play D&D podcast. I'm Chris the DM, Duckling Rescuer. Oh. <laughs> Hi, my name is Katie. Uh, I play Linspector St. Tit, and my rescue bunny, Chicken, had her third uh, rescue-versary a couple of days ago, so look at us. Oh. Hi, I'm Brandel. I play Bay, and did you know that ducks have some of the highest counts of uh, S-A, or like the R word per any animal in the animal kingdom, and that most ducklings are a product of that. Okay. Wow, not only are you an architect, you're a rain on my parader. <laughs> I don't like ducks. <laughs> they, they like have sex with each other to death. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't let him drown. Thank you. God, that's all I'm asking for is an apology. I'm Tisha, and I'm Eating some hot chips and am very depressed now, I guess. Yeah, right? Also, ducks have weird corkscrew penises. Did you think? I did know that. <laughs> Sorry, go on. Um, yeah, and I am Jonathan, and I play Erwin Corwin. 
Yes. Yes. New character alert. Who apparently knows a lot about ducks. Uh, Man, I'd love to have a conversation with them. I'm fairly certain by the time this episode comes out, the art's done. I mean, for sure. Yes. It's looking so good. It looks so good. Oh, Erwin. Okay. We have a question before we get to the episode, and today's question I have, and our question is, where do you waste the most money? And it doesn't have to be a place when I say where. It could be just what you waste the most money on. Yeah, I have three categories that I have been wrestling for years to get under control. (laughs) I smoke a lot of weed. (laughs) And therefore, I like eating a lot of snacks and takeout. Um, Now, to be fair... Sometimes work is just really hard and I don't want to make dinner. So that's why I get takeout. Uh, and then my rabbits. Buying them organic fancy sticks is expensive. And right. And blazers. And little blazers. <laughs> blazers. That they can destroy underneath my bed. So they are very persnickety little rats, but they are worth it. So it's not something that I'm actively looking to control. My spending on? Slay. I have two categories. Uh, the first one being like board games, which I feel like is obvious. It's a kind of an expensive hobby, but like mm-hmm. I've dropped two hundred dollars on a fucking Kickstarter game before. <laughs> I feel like that's pretty common in the industry. <gasps> Are you one of those bitches who'll be like, "I want the blank version so I can airbrush them myself"? Right. I got the deluxe edition that has handcrafted pieces, <laughs> but also like dumb clothing. I buy all sorts of dumb bulk orders from like ASOS and Wish and that bullshit. Do I need a top that's Slay. only lace sleeves connected by chains? No. I have it. Do I need a mesh corset? Probably not. How many heels do I need? Period. At least not. 10. I mean, probably close, speaking but. of clothes, uh, that, is, that is literally what I waste my money on the most. Um, I have recently felt very affirmed and validated in feminine clothing. And so now it's like, I'm never going to fucking wear this smock dress, but I have to have it in three different colors uh cardigans i buy i have like i have a cardigan for every fucking occasion um i have like several pairs of heels just like the feminine side of me is just coming out and like basically what i'm saying is bitch my money's going to my wardrobe nice i love your wigs too like during that 250,000 download thing that we did such a cute oh yep Mm -hmm. i I I don't I have a hard time answering this question I'm very like all my money's like budgeted and the only time I the only category I ever go over budget in and it's not that often is entertainment and rec like from impulse buys when I'm at comic book store or nice yeah yeah And, and usually I don't go over it that much it's maybe like an extra $20 or something here and there because some because I want to buy something that's like $150, but for this quarter, my entertainment budget's only, you know, $120 or something. Oh mm-hmm. my gosh, that's incredible that you budget that shit. I don't budget any of it, but I'm pretty frugal just in general. I try not to spend money on anything, but what I waste money on is the new hobbies. Like, I'm going to mm. start doing this, and now mm-hmm. I just have yes. a bunch of shit that I don't need that I've used once. Chris, there are ADHD hobby swap groups. Really recommend getting into those. I love that. It's that's really smart, actually. 
but then yeah. you have to go my problem with because i've been in AD, in hobbies not somewhere. adhd hobby swap groups just hobby swap groups and mm-hmm. the problem with that is then i have to go to the post office when i wasn't planning on going to the post office and i don't know what it is about that extra step that makes me like drop out of those eventually and then i'm like okay i'm gonna do it again yeah, but you yeah. didn't budget time in that quarter to go to exactly. Yeah, it's not in my calendar, so I'm not gonna do it. And if it is in my calendar, I'm still not gonna do it because I don't feel like it. <laughs> Speaking of wrestling with our vices, we have an episode. To... I love how I gave up at the end. Are you gonna cut that? No. Okay. I... <laughs> Leave this in too. <laughs> Just this stumbling mess through it. Yeah. Um. So let's start with where we last left off. Do we remember? It's been a couple weeks. We just met Jonathan's right? new character, who has the controversial American-Australian question mark accent. I don't think it's controversial. <laughs> I think we all have a pretty solid opinion on it. <laughs> we emerge from the sewer because we haven't rested since we last fought that fatberg, and we're all like, downvote, not doing that. Yeah, they ventured off into the sewers on their own. Because Astasha was to... mean as shit. Yeah. Yeah. And then Astasha left. Lynn supported them. Was like, we'll give you free money. Please keep talking to me. Very little spine in that man. <laughs> yeah, so you guys just left the sewers and encountered Erwin for the first time. And you are just exiting the sewers at this point. And I think Erwin only really followed in just because it's like, I guess I'm part of this team, maybe. I'll join. Uh, but I don't even think Erwin understands why you were in the sewers to begin with. No, I don't think so. I think it was kind of like alluded to something happened. But I think that um, I think that Lynn Spector was like, this is, you know, private business. This is personal stuff. You can come back for an interview. But you've just exited the sewers. It's been a long day. You haven't rested in a very long time, with the exception of Irwin. Well, actually, Irwin had a long day at the zoo, too, so it's been a day for everybody. You're out of the sewers. You are in of, uh, you're north of your agency, quite a bit north, actually. You guys got just lost in those sewers for a bit. Can everyone roll me a perception check, please? Oh, no. Will do. Am I, pre- oh, okay, actually, I have a good perception. Where's my map? Oh, well, shit, on my face. Uh, that's nine. Fourteen. Thirteen. I rolled an eighteen. I don't know why I said it like that. <laughs> because that's a high that's a high a roll, Fred. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Slay the house down boots, Gaga. You're doing great. We're proud of you. Proud of you. Actually, I mean Brandel said that, not Bay. <laughs> <laughs> We're proud of you. So I'm just getting my little mappy. Hang on. I think then I think Erwin didn't roll too well because they're probably just confused as to what's going on. And are interested in why they're going to the sewer. So I think that's something you want to bring up, Erwin, especially since I have something for you to give them if the conversation is steered the right way. But um, as you exit the sewers, you realize it's a bit later in the day now. It's actually nighttime at this point. You're walking back and you see there's one particular booth in the wall that's lit up. On the street, it's like an ATM. But instead of an ATM, it's a fortune-telling booth. That's right, you found Madam Cookie's fortune-telling booth. There's an animatronic woman inside the booth. Uh, long, curly, dark hair, a purple scarf on her head. And it says, two credits for fortune. Ah, I love these snakes. They mostly tell me that I will die young. But that's, oh. I mean, 
uh, pretty normal. I smoke. I totally accept this. Anyways, let me send to hard-earned credit on this. I'm not 12. Okay. Removed. Uh, can you roll a d4 for me, Katie? One. One. Okay. I'm going to sit on that for a second, Tisha. I'm, 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 I'm Okay. What? ruminating in it. Tisha sent me a message I got to ruminate on. Yeah. I was going to say renumerate, and I'm not getting paid to think about this. So, <laughs> All right. So number one, uh, the eyes of the fortune teller open up. Sometimes the first two minutes is the most important. And she puts her hand over her, hiding her mouth and nose and says, in the bedroom. This is very good advice, I think. Uh, not that this is not something that I did not know, but uh, it's nice to have a, a nice fortune every once in a while. So thank you, Madame Robot. Does anyone else want to play? No, these are a skip. Oi, I would like to play this um, Australian term for game. <laughs> and um, Irwin's I feel like they would call it a Rolo. <laughs> a Rolo? Fuck up, Tisha. What? Yeah, this is going to be a rip snorter of a good time. <laughs> D4, Jonathan. A D4, and it's so safe. I got a one. Okay, we can do that one. Again, the animatronic Madam Cookie comes to life and says, You cannot find treasure with a clenched fist. And then she sets back down. Gnarly shrimp on the Barbie. Uh, that sounds like a dog's breakfast. Ah, I do not uh, know what this means, but uh, I said I once read a very old, old comic that had Yu-Gi-Oh! That had this with Scorpion in shoe. Very good. Uh, right. That is better than a ham sandwich and better than a kick up the backside. Gnarly shrimp on the Barbie. Um, what? And hey, don't you have like a home to go to or something? What's what's up? Well, cat them. No. Mm -mm. No. Okay. Wait, All right. I, I have I've corrected I... you at least twice. No. Wait. You. you and... I. I. I misgendered you, and now I am using the correct gender. Okay. Gnarly. But that's not how you. Do I just call you like? Green man or something? Green he? Do you want me to call you Green he? No, I don't. I call you your name, right? You that like you always introduce yourself as your name, and I told you my name like at least like three five hundred times, okay? And you're still wait not calling me by my name. Oh, I guess that I should call you. Uh, um, you're not a bloke or a Sheila. Or a cat, them. You are. And I look over to Linspector uh, for help. They, their name is... Uh, uh Rux. Rux, the... Rux. Yes, you are Rux. The cat, them. No, I'm not and the cat, I... them. I'm just, I'm they Rux. They are... Okay, my pronouns are they, them. And my name is Rux. Okay. Um, okay, okay. I don't know what's, what's hard about that. Um, how, have you ever socialized with anybody? Look, I'm, I'm from, I'm from none of your business and I know how to talk to people better than you do. Right. And have you do have no experience? Were you born yesterday? Well, I am primarily, uh, dealing with animals that I name and, uh, uh that I name them myself, or we use the science behind it to, to name them. So you, uh, are clearly an intelligent person and I need to respect that better 
and do a better job about calling you gnarly shrimp on the Barbie by your name, Rux. Rux. Okay. All right. So you have <laughs> zero social skills. Got it. Um, maybe before you start talking to people, you work on that. Um, and you didn't answer my question. Do you have like a home that you need to go to or something? Like what? What's what's going on? Crikey! I hey. need to explain myself. I am under interview for the position of social media manager. Ah, uh, yeah, exactly what he said. We just uh, we need new social media managers. This Stasha left quite a hole, and from what I understand, I am no good at this, and you are no good at well. Okay, so Lynn, correct correct me if I'm wrong. All right, here. Yes. Uh, so this person, this man here, comes into the building, is extremely rude to me, mm. has zero social skills, and mm. you're like, hey. Why don't you hang out with us? Because I'm going to interview you for a job as a social media manager. Is that, am I following along? Did I miss a step there? I think that you are 100% correct in this assessment. I just think that this is literally the only person. Has anyone else applied for this job, Chris? Like, <laughs> Well, not since you last checked, no. You are on the road right now. But Didn't Sasha live? Today or yesterday? There, there's no longer the courtesy of two-week notice, so now I have to, you know, find someone very quick. I am not saying that he will get hired because he has a job interview. But you are you giving can... him an, an interview. Yeah, and I will note that you do not like him, so there is some contention with the team. If we have... Well, it's not on the team. You like, but you like him. I cannot say that... If I like him or not this. You like him for this job, though, in our team. Uh, that you like him enough to know, give him an interview. He know how to use a phone. Like, <laughs> there was, I think, a reasonable amount of shirtless pick. And... <laughs> I, I mean, Erwin is kind of sexy looking. Is that the truth? I, oh, is he sexy looking? Yeah. Oh, you haven't seen yeah. the art yet, have you? We, I've seen no. the art. He's, was... He's hot. Send me pics of that sexy lizard man. Have we gotten okay, like a description on. of this guy? Yeah, he's tall yes. and green, and he's wearing a cargo shirt, like a Outback Savannah outfit with no it's with, with it's, it's like a cargo vest with no shirt on underneath it, right? Hot. Yeah, I've got a sketch right now. Let me put that in the recording chat. Send but it. I know Lindsay's been working on it. Oh, so he's not a lizard. Okay, he's just green. I should probably look when I get serious. Give me a second. It's kind of like. If Jafar and Jonathan had a child. Okay, yes. I'm about to... Rex is about to... I don't want you to quit! Not <laughs> quit, but Rex is about to ask you if this interview is just because you want to get your genitals wet. Oh. And I don't think... I don't know if Rex would say that to Lynn. I'm trying. What about the security cat? <sighs> I feel like... Uh, Erwin Corwin's like very much he is he does not have sex with people he does not have an attraction to them but not in Sally like where he blames people he just really is busy being like explorer and with the animals like a non-toxic involuntary celibate there we go but that makes it sound like he wants to have sex just hasn't total aside 
did you hear that one of the main incel dudes finally got laid and everyone's just like Jesus no they're calling him a traitor and then basically like saying sleeping with the enemy literally (laughs) anyway back to this so uh, okay I'm not missing anything you you think that based off of uh, the limited amount of time we've spent with him and his uh, his quote unquote resume of of a tentacle that he's possibly qualified enough to get an interview um, after the way that he talked to all of us and this entire conversation doesn't disqualify him for an interview. We've also only had the job out there for like an hour. Uh, uh, gnarly, crikey, blimey. Why were you in the sewer, plasmoid? Because our last employer was so mean to me that I, I love. Oh. Okay, well, you know what? I'm walking away from this situation right now, Lynn. I can't even, like, look at you. I'm not sure exactly what to think at this moment. I'm going to go. Give me two credits, please. It's a business expense so I can go get my fortune. <laughs> yes. To see what the future holds for me. Here, take, take, uh, no, I don't know why I'm copying your accent. Uh, excuse here we go. Uh, Gnarly shrimp oh on God, the... Fuck. Gnarly the shrimp on the Barbie. <laughs> Your uh, is two credit. Okay. Okay, thanks. And Rox walks over and puts the two credits in. Madam Cookie's eyes open and she comes to life. The screen hiding Madam Cookie opens up and she goes, high five. Oh my God. Reaches her hand out. Oh. Rox high fives. Her hands grasp yours for a quick second and pull you in, and she'll say, that is also Clue. And then she will let you go, and a rush of memories come towards you. You actually recognize this woman, Rux, and I think you know why. Anamik? I am Animatronic. Animatronic, okay. I am Animatronic. Animatronic. Oh, I can't do it. (laughs) Animatronic. It's me. Okay. What the hell are you doing in here? I have many booths in city. I am fortune teller. Okay. Well, I mean, I have some questions, I guess. Uh, why? Well, hold on. I didn't... Did I... Did I... You brought me here. I am simple booth. Okay, well, where's Anamik? Ah, owner of Madam Cookie's fortune telling booth. Yeah, where is she? She is traveling. Do you get a number? It is hard to reach somebody in interdimensional train. Plane? Train. She might be on train. I don't know. Okay, do you have a map of where all the animatronics, animatronics are? Ah, yes. I will print out a map for you. And a map comes out of the booth. If you look on the uh, actual map that I gave you, the colorful map, any red square is a booth. Uh... There are maybe a dozen in the city, kind of scattered out throughout the entire city. There's about a dozen of them, yeah. Okay. Rux looks on the booth. Is there any, like, if broken, call this number or something? Why don't you roll investigation? Nat 20. Okay. Well, I was going to do it in Anamik's voice. A a sign is not going to have a voice, Chris. Let's not do that. Uh, Yeah, there is a little uh, plaque on the side of it that says, uh, for trouble, visit... Booth number one. 
And if you look on the map, booth number one, booth number one is actually by the beach. It's near the Kino Hall and Casino in the Green District. Okay, thanks. You're welcome for fortune, for clue, and for everything. Okay, and, and just so I know, the fortune was us high-fiving and then you pulling me in? Pat me in the back? Yes. The high-five. The high-five was your fortune. And the clue? The high-five was your fortune. Uh, okay. All right. I thought I, I thought I heard you say the word clue, but... Yes, they might yes. be one and the same thing. Or they might not be. It does not matter. You won't figure it out anyway. Yeah, I got a lot on my mind. So, probably not. Thanks, uh... Of course. Any more fortunes for today? No, thank you. That is disappointment. It is fine. You don't need all your clues. Is the robot saying that so that we can hear it? Give me, give me, give me two fucking credits. I'll do it. Mm? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Then we'll fork over another two credits. He's intrigued. I put him in aggressively. Cool. Thank you. <laughs> Anna makes lights turn on. Come to life. And she says, Eggs, once broken, can never be unscrambled. You're welcome. That uh, made no sense. You know what I mean? If you would like, I have a fifth clue for you. I have fifth fortune. I can tell this group needs one more fortune. It will cost you five credits. What did I fucking tell you? This sounds like a scam. Do you think that we should do it, my friends? Oi, I think you should definitely give five credits to that Shayla. The sh animatronic Sheila-matronic. Animica-matronic. Oh yeah, let the guy that doesn't work here decide what we're doing with our friends. Okay. <laughs> Uh, so I'm gonna take another, uh, so that was seven total credits. That is good. That was a very good choice. First, let me tell you, this fortune is irrelevant to rest of fortunes, but it is important to you. A food store name is a suspicious one. May we? We know several people who have last name that are food. We can't trust Blue's Nachos. It is trend recently, I think. But this is not good news because Bluest Nachos, Jimmy Rice Balls, maybe. We? Sorry, was the clue was the clue a food surname or a food store name? Sir surname. A cat. What's a cat's name? Ooh. It was the hot dog cart guy's name. Honk Puddin. Hmm. Seems like almost everybody we've met has a food name. <laughs> Not everybody. I'm at least eliminating people for you with this clue. Hot dog guy. Brody Rhodes is innocent. See? Streets. Right. Oh, uh, BJ Handjob. That's not a food. Well. It's not his real name either. What's BJ's real last name? Fashion. You could fashion up a meal. Meoward, the hot dog guy, Jimmy Rice Balls. Who else was there? We Madam was Cookie. <gasps> Chris wasn't expecting that. This robot, I think, does she include herself in this list? This is kind of like that thing where they do, there is two statues and they say, I lie. And then the other one says, I tell the truth. And then one of them says, I, I mean, you know, that thing where there are two statues. <laughs> Guys, I really need to get some sleep, I think. <laughs> <laughs> I think at this point, maybe Erwin is trying to be in the good graces of everybody and will offer up something to Bay in case they want to adventure in the sewers again.
But before we let Erwin hand over anything, it's time for us to go to the gay agenda. That's right, this is the Gay Agenda, the middle part in some of our episodes where we thank patrons and give some updates on the show. This week I have three new patrons to thank. First up, our two newest guild members. Thank you, Joseph, and thank you, Matthew. Hope your dice are rolling well for you, and you enjoyed the little love note that I put inside the dice. I put a little love note inside all of the dice we send out with our Patreon. It's a little piece of paper from my DM notebook, and I write a little something about the show for everybody. Speaking of, I have some dice to send out to our newest pickle, Ralphie. Thank you so much for joining the Patreon. Ralphie actually participated in our 250,000 download party and won our trivia contest. So if you want to know about the Windblown campaign, Ralphie's gotcha. And your merch pack will be on its way soon. I'm waiting for one last thing because I had to replenish my stock. And once I get it, it will be yours. If you want a shout out on the show like our three new patrons got, head to patreon.com backslash rollgayroleplay. If you're one of the new members on the Patreon and have not heard your name yet, just hang in there. It's typically about three weeks before I get to you in the gay agenda. I don't put them in every episode, but I will get to you if I have not. And if you're a longtime patron and I haven't said your name, please yell at me for it. It has happened once before in the three years we've had our Patreon, but I did it. And it's Steve. I remember, Steven. I remember it was you. And I'll th- thank you again, Steven. Thank you, Steve, 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 Steve. I don't know if that was seven, but you know what I'm saying, buddy. But if you want to support the show, you can join our Patreon at any level, enjoy the bonus episodes and everything else we have on there. Certain levels get polls that help shape the game. And we've started putting Patreon-exclusive gaming videos on our channel as well. So lots of fun stuff there. If you still want to support the show but can't sign up for the Patreon, that is totally fine. There are ways you can do that too. Follow us on social media, specifically Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube. We have a YouTube gaming channel that we have been putting out videos on. And sometimes I make some really fun videos, naming dice and doing goofy stuff on our social media, so you should follow us on there. Roll Gay Roleplay on Instagram and RGRP Podcast on TikTok. Another way you can support the show is by giving us five stars on your preferred podcast platform. It only takes a couple seconds. Give us that five stars. It helps us on the charts. It helps us being pushed to new people. It helps us find new listeners. So please give us that five star rating. And if you're on Spotify, there's even a Q&A section that you can leave after each episode. You can leave us little notes, like this one says, I love nine v- love. It's a lot of love for the show. Or this one after the Promosquito episode. Zastasha and Rux's conversations flow well. Linspector is just hilarious, and Bay is the chaotic cute I would squish between my man boobs. <laughs> you all are freaking great. <laughs> I gotta read these more often. Which thank you, Willem and Ben, for leaving those for us. There's more that I can do, and I'm going to leave more in future episodes, I think, because that was kind of fun. But before that, we have to get back to this episode. And to do that, Zastasha... Nope. Erwin, I've done that so many times. I'm so sorry. Erwin, you have something you would like to give Bay. I, I just remembered that I have a map of the entire sewer system. Because of my uh, background in dealing with uh, different animals and rising to the top in my social circles. Crikey, gnarly, Barbie, shrimp. So (laughs) I uh, pull out my map and I say, if you take a gander over here and look at this uh, bludger of a map, you'll see that this is the entire gnarly strip on the Barbie sewer system, as well as locations of m- those pesky bogans uh, of fatbergs that you all call them down there that we almost 
uh, had to deal with. This is painful. I'm I'm my I'm I'm mad at editing Chris that I have to deal with that. Yeah. Jonathan, player to player, can I ask you if there is a method to your madness? <laughs> um um no, there isn't. Okay, okay. Oh, Katie had all that misplaced trust. <sighs> Before you <laughs> logged in, I was like, Jonathan has a reason for everything. No, I, I don't. Um so uh yeah, it's chalkers in the in the sewers, so you gotta be really careful about those fatbergs. So here's the map. I feel like if he joins the team, it shouldn't be social media. It should be like a cartographer. Uh, Irvin Cord immediately pulls out his phone and takes a picture. And but as he does it, he makes sure to open up his vest uh, to show off his like chest and abs. Yeah. Let me take a picture with you all, you Rux, Lynn, and Bay, and and watch. And I take a picture, and it's just a thirst trap, but y'all happen to be in it. And um, <laughs> I love this photo. <laughs> he didn't even hashtag or blessed. He doesn't know what he's doing. Uh, but uh, uh, but but. It will get many likes. And then I just put, I don't even like put like the name of bailing you out. I just put detective agency <laughs> as a caption. <laughs> if you look in your in-game notes, I did send you a little map. The green lines are the underground sewer system that you can walk through and the what you were walking through. I put a little tiny A where the agency is so you can kind of get the map from there. The red circles are where Fatbergs were located, and the green squares, or whatever color squares those are, are where Irwin heard an unknown sound. This is too much, Chris. Yo, I literally looked up what the fuck sewer systems look. This is stupid that I did this. Yes, I know. It's called ADHD, and you can't stop yourself. It's okay. If you blokes and Sheilas and Ruxes all look over at... That unknown sound, you'll see that it's right smack dab in between two chalkers of fatberg layers. And we have to be very careful not to set them off. Uh, does, should we like have a nap or something before we go and fight these things again? My friend, you were not there last time, but they almost killed us like they did. But they didn't almost kill us like... The, my friend Rex there, he got very, very hurt in the entire thing. It's just past Arvo, which means it's nighttime. <laughs> I feel like our next fight should be a wrestling match. We, oh, uh, you all take a nap and I'm going to crack open a tinny. They're drinking on the job. <laughs> He's not on the job. Uh, I I thought that the interview was over, bloke. Yeah, y'all are going to bed, aren't you? Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm going home and I'm going to bed. Uh, I hope that I don't see you at breakfast. No offense, but not a big fan of you. So, and then Rex just starts walking home. Well, don't call us. We'll call you. We'll call you. Don't call us. Bay takes the shape of Rex and also storms off. Well, I'll be sure to be here for brekkie. That's breakfast for you non-Australian people. Je m'excuse, my friends. I mean, my co-workers. They are... 
Wow. Mm, exactly. I mean, maybe. Exactly. Did we hear that? Y'all no. already stormed off. You already walked away. No. Okay. I can't have everyone turning against Lynn right now. Lynn's being such a scumbag. I feel like this is turning into Katie's worst nightmare. <laughs> Rux needs to sleep. Rux has not slept. Rux has been offended. And Rux is more hurt by Lynn than mm. mad at Irwin. Also, yeah. they promised you they wouldn't go in the sewer, and they did. So I feel like yeah. Rux is going through a lot. And Rux just got a flood of memories. Oh, yeah. Rux yeah. is very overwhelmed. Yeah. And I hope I don't see you in the morning. Rux was looking at both of them, like one <laughs> each eye, Lynn and Erwin. Which is odd, because they were standing in opposite ends of they the were. room. Yeah. Yeah. Well, then let's get everybody back to their respective resting areas, the three of you to the agency, and Erwin, wherever Erwin stays. Yeah. Erwin just goes outside of the agency and sleeps on the patio. That's really oh weird. Goodness. Yeah, that's really weird. Because we haven't discussed if Erwin has a home. Does Erwin <laughs> have a home? Let's discuss that Did right Irwin now. Did Erwin just Deadly poof not. out of nowhere? Like, <laughs> What's their social? Where do we mail their checks? That's a good question. Erwin just lives where, sleeps wherever he happens to be. Yeah. Yeah. I sleep here now. So we've got the three detectives sleeping in the agency. Everyone can take a full rest, get your hit points, your spells back. Good, I know you good, need to replenish good. some things, so go for it. And I think you can also recall you need to contact Bluis Nachos at some point. You can do this one via email if you don't want to meet up with them in person. And yeah. that way we can kind of close a case for you. To get paid. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so everyone wakes up, um, including Erwin, who's on the stoop. Do you just stand there and wait for someone to open the door? Or are you knocking? What's the plan there? Uh, yeah. I... Open, <laughs> open the little mail slot and go ahead. Uh, yeah. Uh, Boy, it's me. I wake up. Uh, I wake up. And uh, yes, Lynn just hears crikey. I have cameras now. Crikey doodle doo. Do you have cameras now? What That's what fuck? it is. You see on the camera, you've got a familiar face outside. Yeah, so you see Lynn. He's one of those guys that just sleeps in like t-shirt and boxers. And he's mm. just like, what the fuck? So you open, he, he, he's wearing like a frilly pink apron. He opens the door. The, I mean, I guess that we did not discuss a certain time for the interview, but uh, this is a little weird. Um uh- he said, meet back for a brekkie, and here I am. I mean, this is fair. I do have to imagine that I sleep a lot like there than certain people. And sorry for acting like such a bogan yesterday. I will do a better job today. Shrimp on the Barbie. Can I do like a perception or an investigation check to see how like earnest insight yeah, Erwin is? Because if you're trying to judge the character of somebody, it's going to be insight. 15 just woke up i mean i think yeah you just woke up but if i mean let's say surface level what are your intentions today erwin um to be a part of this agency cool and to do that uh if if i need to go on an apology tour then so be it yeah so yeah those are the vibes you're giving lynn um if bay and rux want to join downstairs they can also find the same thing yeah, I don't think that having uh, Erwin there right in the morning as soon as Rex is like, maybe calm down, is super smart. Mm. 
Are you telling that's... that to Are you telling that to Erwin? Uh, Lynn is making those connections very slowly in his head right now. I mean, especially when Rux said as they're going to bed, "I don't want to fucking see you in the see morning." See you, either of you, in the morning. Uh, I think that we should uh, go to my study <laughs> and uh, conduct the interview there. Maybe eat some coffee or some breakfast. Oh, that sounds like a Chuck on. Some tracky dacks idea. I think this we should go to me. your study and <laughs> begin the interview that's going to be gnarly shrimp on the Barbie for me. We're gonna get a letter from the Australian government. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cease and desist. Uh, that says crikey dikey, please stop. <laughs> stop that gnarly shrimp on the Barbie. It's too much. Uh, I, I plan dicey. to be sued. It's, it's too good. I plan to be sued by Steve. Like just <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm, I'm secretly dreading Steve hearing this. That's like, so true. I want. To, I'm expecting a full lawsuit. <laughs> and yeah. you've done one where you've tried a little harder. <laughs> you've done an Australian <laughs> accent where we've tried a little harder in the past, right? Yeah, it's still bad. So this yes. is it like wasn't. it wasn't. I didn't think it was bad. Well, not compared. Uh, like comparatively. This is. I think this makes it funnier, though. Really, this. You know, no, this. No, this is an affront. It like, is. This is fucking hysterical. I'm struggling <laughs> to stay sober right now. It's. <laughs> I actually just had some wine, so it's gonna get worse. Uh. <laughs> While Lynn and Irwin are having their interview in the study, Rux and Bay, what would you be doing in the morning, getting up? What What's uh What's the focus on your mind this morning? Rux is going to take a long shower and try to mm. think about things i suppose sure lots going on in rux's head that's fair yeah rux comes out of the shower and says hey i need a distraction uh i got a lot of stuff going on in my head and i feel like i'm being moody and i don't want to be moody but uh i just can't get out of my head okay oh help me i'll where on this map do you think my family lives? Uh, okay, so we're here. Maybe you chose uh, this location for a reason? Possibly? Maybe it's close to your family? Also, I don't know. Have we confirmed that they're your family? Or maybe they just look like you? Well, I don't think, I don't think they're my family because they're very mean. I, I think... One of these green squares map or something? Okay, so we don't think that the Fatbergs are your family, but maybe the rest of your family's down there? It's, I'm working on very limited clues. Okay, all right, that's that's fair. Let me look at this map. Uh, can a I lot roll of answers before you get clues, yeah. Roll investigation on the map? Sure. 16. That's at least decent. We'll give you some stuff here. So with the map, you do see that there's more of a collection of both Fatbergs and the Sounds further south near the center than there is in the outer areas of the city. And in comparison to your agency, I think you can recall that the flow of the water was also coming from kind of the epicenter of where all of these noises and Fatbergs are. That really south middle area of the map. So that seems to be like that's where you were traveling for the uh, candy wrapper trail. That's where you first encountered the Fatberg, which is one of the red circles down there. Yeah, that's what I'm going to give you with a 16. I'm not going to give you everything. I think if we look at this map, um, when we went down here, because I think this is the route we took, 
and we did hear some voices. Maybe, and Rux kind of points to that bottom square. Maybe this is where we heard those voices, but then we got stuck by these fatbergs right here. Okay, do you... Should we go back? Um, today's Friday, right? Thursday. Today's Thursday. Alright, um, I mean, we... We do need a train for that wrestling thing, but I don't know when Lynn has us training for that. Uh, we're gonna go downstairs and ask him right now. Okay. Yeah, let's go ask. Maybe we maybe we got some time to go look at this. Also, what are these uh, green squadrilaterals uh, here? I sneezed on the oh. shit. Oh, okay. <laughs> that, that makes sense. Okay. I think we're going to take you into the study then. You're going to search for Lynn, realize that there's no, no Lynn insight in the kitchen, which you would expect Lynn to be. There is evidence of Lynn being in the kitchen, though. Maybe you can follow the trail of Lynn crumbs mm -hmm. to the study, and when you reach there, you see Lynn and Erwin talking. Are we? Would we be interrupting them if we say something? I imagine they've just been eating breakfast and shooting the shit. It seems more social than that. Okay. So go ahead. Hey, Lynn. When when are we practicing for the wrestling thing? When when are we doing that? Yeah. That is a good question. Uh, to be honest, I do not know. I am just waking up. I imagine Lynn's one of those people that takes a long time to wake up. <laughs> but sure. uh, we should probably contact them just because we have to, uh, you know, wrestle these people for real <laughs> in a couple days. Um, I think that it will either be today or tomorrow. Okay. Can you uh, find out, please? Yes. Yes. I do apologize. I guess I can uh, do that for you, my friend. Oh, okay. Thanks. Also, why is he here? Uh, Bangla, I thought I told you that he had an interview. Uh, so he is here, and we are slept on the porch this morning, and that was very weird. A for effort, I guess. <laughs> uh, so I, I have written down that you guys do not like him. Is there any other complaint that you wish to file? Oi, before they do, I want to apologize for being such a, how do you say, wanker for my previous actions towards you, Rux. I am sorry, Rux, for being a bogan, which means an uneducated person. It means a cunt. Okay, um, yeah. Similar to a chav in Britain. Sure. I mean, if you just, like, <laughs> listen to people and when they tell you things and, like, approach them with some sort of, you know, I guess, respect, then maybe we wouldn't have had that problem. Like, I get it, doing it wrong a couple times, but you, you kept on with it, my guy. And so I'm a little hesitant to uh, continue this. Uh, I don't want you to treat other people that, that way. And I think I'm, I'm more... Um, upset that uh, Lynn for not not even thinking about anybody else when they were like, yeah, totally interview after, you know, what had just happened. Oh. So I don't know if maybe Lynn somehow knows that you're some sort of good person or something and they could see through all that. Then they were like, well, I'm just not going to tell Rux any of this stuff. I'm just going <laughs> to let Rux think that I'm interviewing this person that was super rude to them over and over again. Because I think that, you know, their chest looks nice or something. So I, I'm feeling a little some sort of way. Okay. And I'm trying not to feel that way. I, I'm good to restart. But there's something, you know, my guy about 
it, it grinds something inside me. It's just like one of those voices you kind of just want to punch, I guess. You know, I'll I'll get over it. That's my that's my thing to get over. Uh, but you know, I feel like Lynn is the one that should issue me an apology and tell me that I'm important to them or that my feelings are important because I'm feeling like they're not in any way I, I f- whatsoever. I feel like maybe we should get around to those because this disaster incident also left me feeling upset. I feel like there are a lot of really delicate feeling to oh, address. It's not delicate, okay? Don't <laughs> call me sensitive, all right? I'm uh, having normal this... people emotions. Valid. Don't try to gaslight me into thinking that they're not normal, that they're old, they're delicate. I'm not delicate. I'm just a regular person. Well, I am just devo that you are feeling this way, and I was being just a common Bruce from Australia and I made a mistake a drongo if you will okay all right listen this we've we've gotten over our issues there Irwin all right this isn't to do with you anymore it's more of a a Lynn thing and Lynn is just continually saying the wrong things which I am putting (laughs) my foot in my mouth and I do apologize and I am really sorry and I wish that whoever ends up working for us will be a value member of the team, just like I value uh, Bay, my friend and founder of the company, and you, Rux, my friend and fellow co-worker. And I do apologize if my poor judge of character is creating negative work environment. I know that I have problem with... <laughs> Mixing personnel and professional is hard. <laughs> and <laughs> I appreciate that you are patient and I am sorry. Thank you. Okay. So, you know what? Kind of nice words, uh, I guess. But what I would like is for maybe you to show me in Bay, right? Instead of just using these words, you know, like. When I step in front of something, a dinosaur going to bite you, when I step in front of that, that's me showing you, hey, I value you, right, as a person, and I don't want you to get hurt. Like, that's, I physically do that. When I step in front of a big, huge pile of goop in the sewer, because I don't want it to explode on you. Wait. Uh, Fred, uh, 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 Rux. What what are you talking dinosaur? Are you talking about B- uh, Rexa and Jimbo? Yes, they bit they bit me multiple times. Okay, I almost died. I was bleeding out on the floor because I was trying to save Lynn Here's life because I care about Lynn as a friend and as a boss and all that good stuff. So all I'm asking for is just you know after this conversation, right, where you see that I'm obviously a little bit hurt by your actions. Yes. That maybe you go a little bit above and beyond that you normally would to show me just a little reassurance oh. there. Me and Bay mm. probably could both use that, right? Yeah, when I lock myself from the office and make phone calls, it's because I care about you. Wait. <laughs> Dur- during the... Wait, this is blimey. Crikey. 
lollies and maccas, macas. Oh I think it's macas. Oh. Um, you, during your encounter with the dinosaurs, you locked yourself in, an, in the office? Bro, I didn't lock it. I closed the door. So then what did you do to show... So then, what did you do to show? I think I think Lynn. I think that this is dangerous conversation, and that I am grown man who does not need the employee to fight for me. Not that I have hired you yet, because we have not started the interview. Uh, I think that everyone has been very strong, sharing their vulnerable emotion, and uh, I think that we should eat some breakfast, and then we can interview or win as team. Yeah, I'm not going to interview him. Uh, I'm going to let you do that. Um, you and if Bay wants to. But, yeah, uh, we're going to talk about the last employee. You would have hated that. She was such a disrespectful, <laughs> unappreciative person. Well, I'm glad to be here. Crikey. Gnarly. Shrimp on the Barbie. Okay, well. Uh, and take her spot. Okay. As the future head of social media and he pulls out his phone pulls up his shirt he's wearing a shirt today i guess pulls up his shirt just to show off like you know three of his six-pack abs and wait he slept outside without a shirt he like left got a shirt and came back we'll say that we'll say that okay and did he find uh, a shirt somewhere he might have found a shirt (laughs) he just found a shirt (laughs) like happy tan has a lot of stuff lying around it's Mm -hmm. probably lynn's shirt it probably is. Lynn is only in a t-shirt right now. That's true. Yeah. It's like from a carnival and it has an airbrush of Bay and Lynn on it. It says best friends for life. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm glad to be on the team now. So this is such a shrimp on the Barbie moment for me. Hey, Aaron, um, we have a thing that we're looking at the map and we want to go here because we think... I think my family might be there. Well, there's nothing down in the sewers except for fatbergs, and you're you're not useless garbage that has Aww. formed into a very violent, not so gnarly being. Thank you. You're not useless garbage either. Thank you. So, I don't think that your family is down in the sewer. But what about an unknown sounds? These unknown sounds, I don't know. But I would love to go down there, uh, the true blue way, and go investigate. I sent you the answer you need to give him, Jonathan. Oh, shit. Okay. <clears throat> the square in the gnarly bottom <laughs> of the map is a shrimp on the Barbie strong steel door that is gnarly locked with keypad and eye socket retinal scan with the initials authorized G I have just the spell to open that door (laughs) authorized GF employees only is there a place that we know about GF anyone GF was that a sigh of aspiration from Chris (laughs) <laughs> just should have expected it it's fine <laughs> what companies do we know what companies do you know that's a great question we know the french 80 i'm just i'm stuck on gluten-free there was deli frittato 
but that's not jelly furtado or jelly furtado. Um, there was the gym. Oh wait, the gym. Open hand dojo. What was the gym called? Sweat. Mm-hmm. We have a map, right? We do have a map. Aren't there businesses on the map? And not everything's on that map either. It's not on the map. Because you know where that square is on the map. Actually, Brandon cut that square off the map, but. <laughs> well. Oh, no, that's on there. It's just empty. Oh, great. But it's definitely something you've run into before. What could GF stand for? Gluten free. Girlfriend. GF employees only. You know what might happen? We might find out on the next episode of Roll Gay Roll Play. <laughs> God damn it. We're so bad at clues. Hey, listeners, they need your help. <laughs> <laughs> they don't know where to go next. I mean, you could always just show up there in the morning and see what happens if you want to just go to that square. That's completely up to you. And until then, uh, I'm Chris the DM. You can find me on all social media at Chris Drinks Lemonade. I'm Tisha. You can find the podcast at RollGayRollPlay.com. I'm Brandon. You can find me digging through our Discord chat to try and find out what GF stands for. Yeah. Hi, my name is Katie, and I'm still taking an undetermined break from social media. Thriving. Flourishing. And I am Jonathan, Erwin Corwin, voice actor to the stars. And I'm going to put on my sunnies and go get a massage with my good friend. Ooh, that sounds nice. Nice. Yeah, it's it's what I deserve. So anyway, I'll say that again. Thanks for listening, everybody. Bye. 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 An RGRP LLC production. Music by Joe Barsanti. <laughs> <laughs>